Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Her name is Rio and she dances in the sound. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Ross Patterson Revolution. Uh, going to Duran Duran tomorrow night. Oh, my gosh. Boy, I'm looking forward to this. I am hungry like a, a motherfucking wolf, Jables. Well, that's the di- I mean, in the diet that we're on is like super. Is that strict. what you're talking about? Super strict. Yeah. 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 Um, Duran Duran is, is coming to Wilmington, North Carolina. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I don't ask questions. There's there's like a that. little thing called Azalea Festival that happens every year. It's where the azaleas are in bloom. Oh, but you know what? You know, this weather has been crazy. I don't even think there's going to be azaleas for the azalea yeah, fest. Well, well, it's it's been a weird, uh, strange, hot, pollen. Hot, uh, a lot of pollen. Lots of pollen. It's been, it's been, it's been warmer earlier here. 
But uh, Duran Duran is here. Azalea Fest is here. The Azaleas are in full bloom. Garden I, party. I, I, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be honest. There's there's a garden party every year. People get dressed up, uh, much like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. They get fucked up all day. Just like the from Kentucky like 10 a.m. till mm-hmm. till whenever. And then there's a concert every night. Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, tonight it's pouring, so I don't I don't know who that was. A country guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who he was. Something. Uh, Captain Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Yeah, Hank Hank Colton. Oh yeah, Jim and and Rob. That was Colt Colt forty five and the pistol grips. (laughs) Um, So we did. We needless to say, we did not go see Colt forty five and the pistol grips. But we are going to Duran Duran, and then Saturday night is Jason Derulo. Ugh. Yeah. At which. I'm gonna be honest. I can't stand, um, but right. but simply because I've heard that Jason Derulo to me, he's like a uh, like a walking ad for Coca Cola. It's just like all of his music. It seems to me goes underneath a Coca Cola thing. Yeah. Or like I I I, I hear him humming like ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Like, like he reminds an- me of a jingle person, not not like like not like a real singer to me. He reminds me of an R Kelly. Well, without the piss, obviously. I'm not saying he pissed on anyone. No, but like he has that vibe to me where you're just like, kind of goobery uh, a little bit. He seems he seems a little vanilla for mm. to like piss on people. Like that's because uh, I will say this. I'm glad you brought that up. With R. Kelly, you're welcome. I, I it wasn't like I was ever a fan of his music, but then he became a ridiculous person when he started pissing on people. Um, then, then you loved it Well because then it started getting fucking Like all of his shit was so weird Then it started making sense It was like oh fuck R. Kelly is a freak Yeah super freak A freak When that midget ran out of the closet um, In that one video with a spatula In the coming out of the closet Yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like But it was like a uh, Yeah whatever, it was yeah. Fuck it was a Almost a goddamn feature length film yeah, it was a rock musical, like yeah, rap musical. Something. There was a sequel to it. IFC oh, did it. Yeah. Um, it, it was oh, a yeah. whole fucking thing. Once he started pissing on people, then then it all made sense with like midgets popping out of closets and all kinds of fucking. I was like, oh shit, all right. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I can. I, I guess I can get down on R. Kelly. Like at least it's you know he's got something going on. Whereas Jason Derulo is so boring to me that it's like uh, what what uh, he reminds me of Tyrese Tyrese Gibson or you know. <laughs> What skeleton? He reminds me of the 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 fourth runner up on The Voice, where you're like, oh, yeah, it's that one black guy who can sing pretty well, but I'm just yeah, like good looking, dressed well, but just like very subpar. Now, one question: what 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 skeleton in the closet would would make um, Derulo make sense to you? Like pissing was R. Kelly. Like what would be something? He fucked a friend of mine in the butt. Derulo? Yeah. Just a yeah. little light butt fucking, right? Well, it was a li- it was light butt fucking in a hotel in Vegas, is all I know. Girl or guy? Girl. Not a guy. He's not a dude. He's not gay. Um, but uh it was a friend of ours who was like, Oh, why did you do that? And she, literally her answer was it was Jason Derulo. Oh, God. <laughs> Dead serious. I don't think that's like a weird skeleton in the closet. No, it's not. It's not, not at all. Like, that's what I'm oh, saying. you've done anal. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying like something that no. you'd be like, oh, Derulo makes I don't think he's sense. got a, no, I don't think he's got, he, he doesn't seem like, like that type of guy Like what if you found out that he like keeps bags of hair, his own like hair that he finds like in the carpet or sure. in this, in the Sure, that, that'd shower. be a fun thing. Uh, or if he, you know, had this like a like a David Carradine thing to him, where you know he strangle baits, like then it would be like, oh fuck. Yeah, then you'd be like, oh, you've got okay. Yeah, well, like if if I saw him on TMZ and it was like, oh man, they found Jason Der- Derulo, Jason Derulo in a in a, a Fresno hotel room, uh, hanging uh, like a maid found him right before he hung himself to death in Middle a closet. Middle of summer. Yeah, dressed as like Donna Summer. You know, mm-hmm. like that, where you're like, oh, fuck. Middle of summer, dressed as Donna Summer. He's yeah. three inches off the ground, and he's sure. just kicking his little legs. And he can't, well, do, he can't, can't do anything about yeah. it. Um, and then a maid comes in and saves him, and it's like, oh, my gosh. So then, then he, you would go back to the back catalog. Yes. And you'd be super Dice, into do- Dissecting yeah. it like a fucking eighth grader right, in biology. Or like a cold case file. Yeah, you'd be absolutely. Going through every Going lyric. through his whole life. I want to know everything about him at that point. Okay, Jason Derulo. Uh, we got, we got, it. we got some. I know uh, that that's how we caught on, though. That's that that was his world. Okay, we got some done. sponsors. 
Jabes who pay for this. This uh, still, I know. I can't believe it. I cannot huh. believe it. Uh, first up, and and again, cannot cannot say how much I love this company enough. I'm talking about straightrazors.com. I, this was no lie. We said this on a couple shows ago, how I was out of aftershave from them. And I actually went to the site and used my own promo code of revolution. That's when you know 20% the off. product's good. I, I know. Like, I'm going like, to to. I'll t- use my promo code, but I'm going to pay. I talked to Luke Webster and I was like, hey man, we were, we were talking about uh, an, an upcoming race in July. Uh, yeah, we might, have 500. Some we might have some big stuff going with them. Yeah. So I, I said, hey man, but by the way, just in happenstance. I just ordered some more aftershave. He's like, oh, you don't have to do that. Like, we, we'd send it. I was like, no, that's how much I like your fucking products. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, buy, I'll buy it. Like, yeah. um, straightrazors.com. They've got the number one aftershave in the world, uh, the number one cologne in the world. Uh, they're, they're shaving cream. They're, they've got shampoo, conditioner. They've got beard oils, mustache wax, um, and their straight razors to shave are the, are the fucking best there is. It'll be the smoothest shave you've ever had in your entire life. Treat yourself like a fucking real man today. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Tell them Ross sent you. Uh, it is it is truly one of my my favorite places on the planet. Yeah, uh, they have everything that you need to to stop being gross. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? To just like step it up. Exactly. Even a little bit. Yeah. Straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION. 20% off of all the goodies. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Damn it. Uh, I needed a little strike force tonight. Yeah. I, I needed to call it in uh, tonight to yeah. get me going. Uh, I'm working on a concoction because they're coming out with all these different flavors. They got grape. They got lemon. They yes. got orange. But they're doing like cool concoctions. Like they'll tell you, you know, what to mix the strawberry with yes. to make a certain flavor. So I'm trying to make a. Dial it in. What? What are you trying to make? No, I'm trying to make a red fish, Swedish fish flavor. But I'm like, tr- you have to use a couple different like sure. strawberries. Is that on their cherry. website? Is it, is it on strikeforceenergy.com? No, I'm trying to figure oh, you're doing it out it on your own. with the different. Look at you. Yeah, I'm you, trying. You're like... putting the power in your own hands. Yeah, there's there's some LaCroix that's been involved. I don't know, but I'm trying to I'm trying to work it out. So right. If anyone could help me, that yeah. Be well, great. look, if anybody out there doesn't know what Strike Force Energy is, it's it's the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy. It goes in every single liquid uh, imaginable, and, and essentially, it's replacing a uh, Red Bull, Monster Energy, all of that shit. You can kick the can. The can is dead. Just pick up uh, these little pouches. They go in every single liquid available, and they last longer than like five-hour energy, and they, and they taste great. Um, so go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, and they have a subscription of the month club. Again, that's StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION. Last but not least, we get at night she cries while he rides steed. The first of her romance number for dudes. <laughs> Oh, that's a beautiful horse noise, James. Thank you. Beautiful horse it was, noise. It was better. Like it's getting better. It's getting yeah, incrementally better. Jason Derulo. Stop. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to all night long. So I'm sorry, you guys. I'm really sorry. Her name is Rio, and she dances in the sand. Go pick Gorgeous. up a night she cries while he rides his steed uh, in bookstores everywhere. Amazon.com. Audible.com. We 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 got to do the Audible on this one, which was fucking dope. Uh, with a, with a bunch of actors, so it was it was a, a fantastic experience. It's the only five star rated book on Amazon and Audible.com. Uh, that's a fun fact for you, and that's no lie, actually. That's awesome. I know, I know. My uh, my agent told me that it was just like, hey man, did you ever look at the reviews on Audible? And I was like, no, I I didn't like because I own it, so I, I you know I don't go there to, to listen to my own shit. Yeah, I, I went on there and I was like, holy fuck. Uh, welcome to the Terror Dome. Yeah, pick up a night she cries while he rides a steed by me, the finest <laughs> author of this or any generation. James, I gotta. Uh, we're starting the show now. I got. I gotta. I got something weird I want to bring up to you. Uh, I have this strange fascination with like weird law firms. Um, I always have. I always have. I put a buddy of mine in Helen Keller versus Nightwolves, Van Saint Law. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, you know, obviously on on several of the shows. Love Van Sant Law out of, out of Georgia. Um, you know, I went to high school with him. It was one of my one of my my beef fries, my best friends. Um, but around town, we've known a few here in Wilmington. Yeah, uh, we've known uh, Dick Flexner. 
the law oh, offices yeah. of Richard Flexner. And they're Flexner. always like weird commercials too, Really weird commercials. That get like the randomest stars. What is what is Dick Fle- Dick Flexner has Joe Brown, Judge, yes, Joe, Judge Brown, Joe Brown, and like what flew him out, or what did they do? It's I don't know just how they did that. I think they went to LA and shot a little thing with him, but um, okay. And then like some other random, random ass like old star from like Three's Company style. Yes, and I, they're always like that though. Always like that. Always shitty, and it's always like, hi. Have you been in an auto accident and you afraid or to, to tell your boss you've been hurt on a job? We can help you hear it. This, whatever. Uh, what a buddy of ours dated Christina Rivenbark. Oh, yeah. Rivenbark. Rivenbark. And I remember um, who Christina Rivenbark is, uh, I would say in her 50s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, white lady, blonde yes. hair. Yes. Uh, there is a hip hop station here. Uh, <laughs> 90. Uh, fuck it. See, either 97.3 she or 99.1. Targeted, she targeted them and, and it it threw me because one of the ads threw me. It's not too many times that those lawyer ads can throw me, but this one threw me. Uh, it was like, you know, they were playing fucking Drake. Uh, no new friends. No new friends. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden, that was brought to you by Riven Bark Studios. Yeah, like, oh. Welcome to Riven Bark Studios. I was like, whoa, shit. <laughs> what? Did Christina Rabenbark, the lawyer, just buy out the hip hop station here smart in Wilmington? Girl, yeah. Smart girl, so smart. I ended up listening to the whole fucking thirty second ad, and then it, you know I found out it was an ad at the end. But I was like, oh shit, because the way it was mixed in, it was like DJ, welcome to Rabenbark Studios, and I was like, whoa, fuck, for a for a a white blonde lady in her fifties to have a a hip hop station threw me. Through, through you, but it was smart. It was very smart. The more you thought about it, you were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very smart. Uh, she, there does, were there... she specialized in DUI, I think, right? Uh, I'm not sure. A, a lot of them do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There was a guy in, uh, another guy in Georgia who did like a full-length two-minute trailer where he was like, uh, kind of like Thor. Um, and he dropped his hammer of justice and they played so during the Super Bowl funny. a couple of years ago. Uh, that guy became big. I, for, I forget it. If you type in the Georgia lawyer Super Bowl commercial, it'll pop up on YouTube. Um, but then, you know, we were driving around the other day and I saw Bane and Rodzik. Oh, yeah. Bane. Just sounds like a like an early 80s cop show. Who was the on most CBS? Who's the most famous one? Can you remember it? Where it's like Larry something got me. A million dollars, and it's like a guy in a wheelchair. Back in the day, the most famous one. Oh boy, I I, I know who you're talking about. But anyways, I'm I'm fascinated with these. Always have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we were driving by, and I was like, man, I, I I like, and they're in these old houses here that are kind of. I don't want to say like they're, they're not like plantation style, but a, a little bit. They're sm- they're a little smaller, but it's like you know we passed one the other day. It was like, uh, and I'm completely making this up, but it was like um, uh, McCready and and who was it Ryerson? What was it? No, no, R- Rich uh, McCready and Creechmeyer. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah, McCready and Creechmeyer. Uh, it was something to that effect, and I remember just go, like rant, like ranting. I was like, oh my god, I just pictured two. White uh, Southern gentlemen yes. in their late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I am McCready. Uh, this is my my associate. Uh, uh, hello, Mister McCready. Yeah, uh, what was the other guy's name? McCree uh, Oh, and, and Creechmeyer. Uh, this is my 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 associate, Mister Creechmeyer. Hey, hey, Mister Creechmeyer is my father. You can call me Harold. Uh, Harold, yeah. It's like <laughs> care for a scotch. You care for a scotch? Uh, it's, it's, uh, ten. It's ten a.m. Um, <laughs> sure, I'll have a scotch. Uh, what, what what seems to be the problem? Uh, are you being harassed at work? Are you being uh sexually <laughs> molested? Uh, do you feel like your boss is grooming you? Uh, to, to become a, a, a sexual predator oh, someday? God. Do you think he's preying upon you? I mean, the, Harold, that's not, I don't know. That's... Yeah, are, are you worried that uh, your boss is going to be waiting inside the trunk of your car and that's why you're here right now? No, 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 like it's nothing, it's very simple. Don't like, worry, not... don't worry, McCready and Creechmeyer uh, will take care of all of this. Okay, so you guys both do? Or am yeah. I going to meet with one, yeah. <laughs> one of you? Or... Uh, no, 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 it, 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 it's more, this is an informal 
home meeting, you get to meet us. We get to meet you, hear about your case, and decide what we can do with it. Uh, McCready and Creechmire. Here at McCready and Creechmire, we believe in 18 things. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm yeah. so like, I'm just in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. Can we I have just get a, the most important one? No, I'll tell you what. I'm going to have uh, uh, my Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Dean, can you print out uh, our 56 points? <laughs> manifesto that we uh, believe no, in him De- dean d- that's okay <laughs> I, I it's just about like somebody building a fence a little bit too far on my yeah, yeah. I don't, no, am I no, in the right no creech my we will get your fence <laughs> built as high as trump's mexican wall sir um that's that's what this building looked like to me um and that, yeah, that's but you see him kind of peppered around town it's weird because we live in a very progressive kind of it's a great town, nice yes. town, a booming town, if you will, booming, yeah. growing. Yep. But you'll still see these weird little, you know, pieces of the Ukrainian creeps, like yeah, lol. Yeah, I passed a thing the other day that was like uh, Civil War monuments, and one was like when the town of Wilmington fell and why it fell, and I was like, oh, shit, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're still, you know. They're still keeping it going. The civil, the civil war we monuments went, are all still there. There's a bunch of houses actually downtown that you can't touch, right? Yeah, well, they're historic, so it's like there's a historic downtown which everybody. There's a lot of towns that have it, yes, but yes, basically you can't change the outside of the building, and you have to leave these plaques up that kind of tell about the house, the story of the house. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say this in, in, in Los which Angeles. Is awesome. I'm just yeah, saying. in Los Angeles there was one. There was a, a Mexican. It's now a Mexican restaurant, That's but awesome. it, it's where uh, Jim Morrison recorded L.A. Woman. And I guess it was a house before. And then they turned it into a Mexican restaurant. But the city made them keep the fucking plaque up because uh, I guess he sang the vocals upstairs in a bathroom and the rest oh, of the band shit. played downstairs. And it was right. Off, it was on the corner of like uh, La Cienega and Santa Monica. Um Boulevard, and I, I remember seeing this sign, and I was like, "Hey, man, what the fuck? Like, is this real?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah it's yeah. real." And they were, they were like, "The city made us keep it up." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's dope." Weird. Oh shit, there was one more too. I I went uh, when I was looking for houses in L.A. Um, you know, I, I went to everybody's house. There was two houses that I went to that had plaques on them in the in the Hollywood Hills. One said that the monkeys lived here. Okay. Uh, and then one, another one said that that Hendrix lived there. And you think the city like made them? They did. That or they the, did. They're the they're people. they're there. No, okay. I mean they're because the, all the plaques look the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's they look very, the same yeah, throughout the city. Yeah. Y- you know what they look like? They yes. kind of look like the everyone, plaques of the Gower Gulch. Everyone knows what they look like. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, but I was surprised of like the monkeys. Like that was a f- that was the one that needed to like be kept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Hendrix one didn't have air conditioning in the house. Um, and it was, it was a cool view, but it was, you know, no central heating, no, no, no air, central no air, central yeah. air. And I was like, how, I mean, honestly, I was like, how I fucking much is say- that to put in? They were like 15 to 20. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I have to say though, in LA, do you really, I mean, you do yes. need it. I guess. hundred No. A hundred percent, you need it for like one month out of the year. You're you, need it. you it's getting one too month. hot there. You, I'm just saying, it's too go hot. to it's too fucking hot, okay. especially living. I was in Hollywood, by the way. I was in Hollywood, so it wasn't like it was just down at the go beach. Go to your place in Aspen, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the fucking day, right? I, I would well, never you have a house in the Hollywood Hills. I think you might have another place. No, to go. no, I, w- I wouldn't, I would never keep a house in Aspen. Like, I don't, I don't need Vail. to, no, no. Park City. No, I, I, w- I would go to Bismarck, South Dakota. And I would I, go I'm to kidding. Bakersfield. I have my other place in Bakersfield. Uh, Bakersfield. You know, it's funny, we- though. I, we, I, we went off on a rant on Bismarck, uh, and somebody wrote in, Hey, man, I'm from fucking Bismarck. Congratulations, you met your first person from the Dakotas. And he was oh, like, okay. but nice. it really is as depressing as it sounds. Right, right, He's right, like, all yeah. we do is drink and stay inside. And I was like, oh. Do we right. want to touch on at all my hatred for Jim Morrison, or do we just want to like let that go? No, please, please, and I just impart s- your wisdom of it's your not hatred. Wis- it's not wisdom. It's just like it's just Why something do you hate I Morrison? need to like get get off your chest. Have no, because when you talked about it and you were like, "Oh, this place, Jim Morrison," like my body kind of quivered. It just kind of clenched up a little bit. Yeah, like <clears> like, <throat> like like somebody had said methadone. 
Um, what? Why? Why do you hate Jim Morrison? It's just a feeling that I have riding down the freeway. Right, but, but why you you don't like the Doors music just, at all? Yeah, I just think he's a pretentious, like drug addict. Horrible. Well, everybody, every person. rock star is a drug addict. So to, to judge think, him on you know, that, it, it, it's a little harsh. There's probably like some th- I imprinted something like someone I dated or something that happened. Like I must mm. have imprinted because yeah. there's an album that he did, this poet all poetry album. Do you know it? Yes, I do actually. With like the American Indian yeah. Yeah. That makes me want to Kill yourself. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Other people, more like kill other people. Well, look, look. It would take I, a lot for me to want I to don't, kill myself. I don't get down. I didn't get down on the poetry album, obviously. Um, I, n- nor do I do with anybody's. I don't really. I'm not a no. big poetry guy. But that's just and like I'm a writer, how too. he was. Sure. Am I uh, going to get, I'm, I'll get a lot of shit for that, right? Like everybody loves the doors or. I don't know. I Look, I will say this. like an institution? Like don't touch that. Somebody I used to date back in the day's mom. Uh, they're they're from LA and and said that she used to hang out with Jim Morrison. I was like, oh my god, what was it like? I got to know this story. She was like, she kind of backed you up of what you said. She was like, it was all kind of it seems like kind of a front or an act, mm-hmm. and like nobody really knew him. So like he was there and he was doing shit, but it was almost in like a like a oh hey you know yeah if someone I'm, was I'm moving ri- I'm writing in my, around in my journal. like that always when they were talking to you like this very flowy weird thing you'd punch him in the fucking face but th- that being said you, you you couldn't tell if he was always on drugs or if he it was, was an always act on or drugs. whatever yeah well nobody knows yeah. so I I don't have a, an answer one way or another but this woman she was. I, uh, she's she's not a liar and like i, I kind of believe that maybe it was kind of a, a front I, I i've talked to you about this there's a few actors that i've worked with who are like that where you're just like what the fuck is the deal like what's, what, what's real and what's fucking normal yeah 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 where you're just, just be like normal and, and, we're, and we're talking like super famous people where you're just like jesus man what the fuck what the fuck is with you bro is this is this real or is this a fucking front right um so you can never so it's probably somebody you dated because you you can't I don't know anybody who really dislikes the Doors that much. Really? Yeah. I don't guys, ever, people, but look, friends. You, you can write in, write right into the show if you if you I, or just I whatever message like I I, I do I like hearing anybody. from you guys. It's fun. Blue blue. Yeah. Uh, I, look, uh, who's the fucking Adam Levine? Um, like I can't listen to any of their music. Is that an Maroon imprint? Five. Is that an imprint, or you really you just hate them? I mean, I hate them too. I hate them. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, not, I think that's a not lot an imprint of, from anyone. No, no, no. I think a lot of people will back you on that. But, but yeah, I don't this think that's saying. something being like I hate Jimi Hendrix. Like saying that you don't like the Doors is like being like <gasps> to a lot of yeah. people. I, I and I, I just have it, a, it is. It's just a feeling. Like, like for, it's weird. For example, here, here's an imprint. Um, you remember the, the band Wilson Phillips? Yes. Yeah. You remember that song? Don't talk shit. Hold on. If you hold, no, hold no. on. Hold on. Follow my day. I got in a violent car crash um, as a oh, child. Sorry. and As a child? Yeah. And that was on a, like, you know, I, I had a, a fucking Walkman on and it was, just, it was just FM radio. And that song was playing. And my head, I was in the back seat. I smashed into the, 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 the passenger seat like my head smashed and like my my neck was you know oh, hurt God. and all that stuff and I was like and I just remember like laying kind of like on my side and then I just remember hearing that over and over if you hold on oh for my one God. more day that's, like that's so an imprint crazy. that's an imprint that'd be a great scene in a movie like where the headphones are still playing yeah the yeah but and then you know uh, another but here that's that's it yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm crumpled up oh in the back seat my god you're a kid too crazy i, I think it was I, I don't know what grade i was in but like enough where i was like oh my god what the fuck? Oh and i remember that song god. Uh, but uh, my first band that i remember listening to when i was two here's a positive imprint yeah. was the rolling stones emotional rescue so that that that's the first song that i can recall hearing in my life um you're and not. i don't have very many memories from being two years old no, and that, I, that's, I wouldn't think that's one of them. I have I have one where I got stitches. Um, I, 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 I did too. Yeah. So, and, and I remember it because they can't give you. Where our friend just deal. With, well, Jared's wife just dealt with this. They can't give you um, 
anesthesia or of any kind right yeah, at that yeah, age yeah. You so you're literally you under, just, so just like, like feeling all of it yeah. and scared as shit because you don't even know what people are saying to you no nightmare and, and you're in a ton of pain and it's like and you can't take pills or whatever the fuck it is so it's you like you can't do anything like that yeah but you know i remember i remember hearing emotional rescue by the rolling stones when i was two and it was just like i that, that was a positive imprint where i was like oh fuck I, and to this day the rolling stones are my favorite to band this day, your boner for rolling stones is is, is huge long and stiff it's yeah. huge yeah and that will it last reaches, forever yeah and i don't i always said if if Mick or Keith died, like I would probably want to, I would probably want the night alone with a bottle of whiskey for the two of them, uh, by myself. That's crazy. Yeah. You de- you've never met them. I, you've I, met I, Keith. I've, you've met, met, I've Keith. met Keith. Sorry, Richards. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. But I will say this. No, it's, I it's know. Not, it's, it's not even. It's not even so much about me. meeting him. Um. Either is it's the music that I've listened to a gajillion it's times It's an era in a row. of your life that's like ending. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm fucking partial to the fact that like everybody today and today's music is a fucking pussy and I just, there's nobody I can really get behind anymore that's fucking cool. I, I mean, I, like Kid Rock. I like I, yeah. I, I, I like Kid Rock, Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. shit like that. But let's face it, they're not relevant anymore and they're not new and they're not fucking cool. Um, oh, Eddie Vedder. I, I think he's holding uh, it together. He dude. is. And he's, look, he looks great and he sounds great and sounds his concerts and are still cool fucking amazing. However, they haven't put out a, a fucking cool no. album in no, a no, long no. time. No. Um, it, you know, and it's, it's just not, you're seeing an aging band, you know, whereas, yeah. it's, and look, same with the Stones when I see the Stones, but they're playing the hits and it's like, I go for, the nostalgia of it and how much I like the originals and all that shit, but I know why I'm going. Whereas there is nobody fresh, new, and exciting that I'm like, fuck, I can't wait for their new album to come out. It was, for a little bit, it was The Killers. Then they just kind of disappeared. Then it was Kings of Leon for me. Mm -hmm. Kings of Leon, you know, kind of disappeared, and I was like, yeah, Homeboy got too cool, although their documentary was the the one of the best rock yeah, docs I've ever seen. Yeah, but it showed that he just couldn't handle yeah. that fucking dumb shit. I know. I know I talk about him all the time, but we're going to see them soon, so I'm just saying Nathaniel Radcliffe. Um, yes, and, and he, but here's the thing. cool. I, yes, but I, I like their music and it's cool, but yeah. it's not... He's not the guy that's going to be the fucking cool rock star that's going to save the the music industry no. on the rock side of things. No, I don't think he has to be that. But. He doesn't. You're right. <laughs> but I, there isn't anybody like there, you have a bunch of fringe musicians right now, but nobody who's just crushing the forefront where you're like, oh, fuck, this band is dope and I, I love them and they're putting out new original cool shit. I, I would say for me, at least. Um, yeah. Kings of Leon was probably the last one where I was like, oh, man, wire to wire the whole album that I loved rock band. I'm talking a rock band here. Okay, so not like Lord or no, 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 no. Okay. I'm talking just just simply rock band. Rock band. Yeah, yeah no, that's not really like a thing. I know. Anymore. I know. And, and that that's that's what Sorry. makes that's what adds up for the whole nostalgia of me of the Rolling Stones and all that yeah, stuff. Because yeah, yeah. I think when those guys go, same with McCartney. It's like the death of rock for you. Yes. And, or and the, I think, the true death. Yeah, because and, and then I think we're fucked. Like, you know, um, I, I just I know we're gonna be Ringoed on this whole fucking situation too. Oh, Ringo's gonna live forever. Forever, and and, and it's he's gonna be the one guy who represents that era for everyone, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, it's Ringo, and you know, Ringo's not gonna turn down a speaking gig. That motherfucker's gonna be every he's single be place. Everywhere. He'll be opening malls, and, and he'll be the last Beatle. He'll like weirdly start to look younger. Yeah, too, and, 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 you're like, and, and like he's going to soak it up. He's gonna be uh, a sponge. The last Beatle. Every oh my gosh, he is gonna get his come up. Drop. Yep. Of he's it gonna up. be like. Uh, Fuckers. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, uh, ugh, that fucking it chaps my hide. Well, you, you know, know, let's get. We're gonna be okay. It rubs my dung in the wrong I direction. I know, but everyone's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, not, well, not if I have anything you know, to do ro- with it. I mean, the Rolling Stones, are, they're not gonna die ever. I, look, I hope not. So don't worry. Um, because after Prince died and seeing what happened to him, this is not gonna happen to the Rolling Stones, by the way. But right. Seeing, seeing what happened when Prince died when he didn't have a will and didn't leave his music to anybody and now it's fucking everywhere. He fought his entire career to get his own contract and his own masters back. 
after 15, oh, 20 years, finally got him, and then he sad. died like three yeah. years later. Yeah. And he has 19 fucking brothers and sisters that are all greedy as fuck and splitting that up now. I just saw literally, literally all of his music on like iTunes or Spotify, where the fuck it was, and I was just like, oh. Uh. It's ex- exactly everything he didn't want is now just, I mean, they couldn't wait. They're just like, Sorry, and I heard, friends. I heard he's got a vault of just like two to 300 hours worth of unreleased music. No shit. Yeah, and 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 him, somebody like him, who was a like a perfectionist. Um, probably it's not released because he wasn't happy with it, but he recorded right. like every fucking day or something crazy. So there's all this shit, and I'm sure that'll all come out unreleased, unsweetened, un. You know, <sighs> I'm just gonna be like, ugh, gross. The Stones, on the other hand, they'll keep. Somebody's gonna keep their shit under lock and key. But. I think they at this point have you know have figured that that stuff out i think they know that they're on borrowed time so they've gotten their affairs in Uh, order i believe i think so maybe not i think so. i don't fucking know but i believe that they and i and i think if if i'm remembering correctly i believe all of the publishing belongs to keith and mick um because they wrote the songs so shit uh there you go one of those uh, between the two of them they'll, they'll keep it lockdown i mean getting their logos and all that stuff for releases is goddamn near impossible oh yeah but uh i think that that's that's where the sadness comes from it is uh I, that, that'll be the end of it for me and i don't see anybody up on the horizon uh simply for the fact Just of talented not not that there isn't talented people in america but musicians aren't making any money so yeah, what is that dream true. in the garage anymore as a kid growing up if you can't make money off of it Right. Um, whereas, you know, before you test the waters with some other shit and whatever, I, I don't know what that dream is for, for a kid to do it anymore if you can't make money off of it. True. Um, and, and then, you know, and the other aspects of the entertainment industry have changed as well, where it's like, um, you know, you see all these Instagram and YouTube stars and all this shit. What's the allure of being on Saturday Night Live anymore? Um, whereas that wow. was the biggest dream as a kid. Do you think that's gone? I, I I do kind of, and I'll tell you why. Like, there's a bunch of these Instagram dudes who are making, you know, and Vine and all that shit. Like, they're making a shit ton of money, and it's like Saturday yeah. Live isn't paying that. No, but it legitimizes you. It does. It tells the I, world. I, I agree with that. Yeah, and I think I think people still think that. Thankfully, like I don't want that to go away, which it probably will. But right now, it's still like you ask anybody. I don't think one person will be like, nah. I'm good. Saturday Night Live. I, I, I'm making so much money on Instagram, I and I have to I have to explain to people all the time what I do for work. Do you know what I mean? Like part I of wonder. that is like, um, Bobby Ray Schaefer said it in the other episode where it was just like you don't have to explain anymore, like what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just have that one thing that people can be like, yeah, you know. Like, what do you do for work? No, like, right. they won't ever ask you that. They'll be right. like, oh. And yeah, you're, so you're I think there's that. still an appeal for that where, you know, saying you're an Instagram star, you're a YouTube, whatever, even you do a podcast still has a little bit of a, oh, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know yes, what I yes. mean? Saying you have a podcast what is still very, do? very cute. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and it's it's growing, but it would, you know, so I'm just saying with Saturday Night Live, I hope that that doesn't go away anytime soon. I don't, I, I look, I don't either <laughs> for the simple fact that there, right. there isn't much sketch it comedy will. left anymore since You're right. Key and Peele left. But, uh, I, I don't know. At some point, it'll be like, mm, I'm good. Because there are how many million viewers are they going to have on Saturday Night Live that they already have 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 and it's like, not double triple no so no but it is that thing it's that thing of being like it's that cachet you don't have yeah. to tell people anymore no what it is that you do you don't yeah 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 but but is that financially worth it? i look at that logan paul kid and i'm like dude i does he have to explain anymore like the rock and all of these guys kevin hart are coming to him mm. to do videos and it's just like fuck i does he have to explain or is he just Logan Paul? I don't know. Yeah, but like does Logan Paul's mom still have to explain to her friends like why her son? Do you know what I mean? Like 
I yeah, is I, I there don't know. still a thing know. of like this would make my mom like? Uh, he was you on know sixty know I mean? minutes. He was on sixty See, minutes. See, it's stuff like that still where you're just like, if you're on NPR, if you're on sixty minutes, if you're on set, like, yeah, you still like your mom and her friends will be able to grasp what you do. You know, it's funny uh, when we were in LA editing Range Fifteen, um, uh, we were having sushi, celebrating like the end of it, like we mm-hmm. we had just wrapped, and so we. We went to get sushi. It was with uh, Matt, Matt Best and uh, Nick Palmashano. Okay. And uh, uh, Logan Paul walks in. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walks in, sits like two tables over, and like we were the. What was, like, sushi place did you go to? Uh, is a Kion Third, okay. which is my favorite yeah. in, in Los Angeles. Gotcha. And it's not like a a super famous place. You kind of have to know. I used to. I, well, I, you... I worked uh, post production above it. Um, in the in the building over, so I, that's how I knew about it. Somebody told me it was just like, oh, it's the best sushi place ever. I think a lot of people know. Well, no, because there's another Izakaya that took the name that bought the name, but it's a oh, different restaurant. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, this got is it. a small little restaurant, and they're only open for like, I want to say like a three or four hour lunch shift, and then a dinner that starts at like five. Got but you it. always have to make reservations for both. Even though you can, you know, if you call an hour before, you can get in. It's just that's their that's their thing, and. There was like probably six or eight people in there because it was towards the end of the lunch shift and we had gotten in there and I go, I was like, oh shit, Matt, that's, that's Logan Paul over there. And he turns around and I was like, you guys are so big on the internet. Like, shouldn't you say hello or something? Yeah. Or, what is like, that like? It's like big stars would do that, right? If it was like Al Pacino yes. and like whatever, one they'd would be like, think, hey, we know each other. Yeah, like, one would we think. don't, but we do. Yeah. But, but they. what they did. Didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Um, and do you uh, think Logan Paul knew who Matt? I, that, that's what I couldn't tell. Like I saw, I saw him glance over, and mm. I saw Matt glance over, and I don't, I don't know, like what their camp said or what we said. I know we said to him, "Hey, that's fucking Logan Paul," and I, I'm right. sure they said that's Matt. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because you also wonder, like, where you know, with the, going back to the actor thing, like, oh shit, what if the person doesn't know you and you just sent over, like. Oh hey, here's this thing. And yeah, yeah. I guess that's I don't a question. Know who you are. Right? That's a question where it's like you you both have to be big enough that if the other person didn't know you, they'd be a fucking asshole that lived under a rock. Do you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like if Julianne Moore or whatever didn't know Annette Benning, it would be like mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Come on, yeah. like you know who I am. Like I know who you are. Sure, like, sure. Let's sure, give sure, a sure. glance, let's give a nod, let's sure. give a Whatever, but but we've look, we've all been big time before. You were with me in Sundance, where somebody was like, "Hey, man, I think I were you're you're Ross Patterson, right? I think mm-hmm. I, I, we worked together on." And I was just like, "Yeah, well, the movie was three months long. You know exactly who." <laughs> oh, oh, doing the like, mm, I I think but even I then, remember you. Where like you fully spent three months hanging out with and friends with yeah, this person. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. then, like I, I went over and said hello, and and you know, yeah, I, I was pleasant. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like you spent three months every day with somebody, and you're like, wait, are we being real? Right, here? and and he was kind of giving the vibe of like, of course you know me, because it was a bigger actor. Yeah, he's a famous actor. He's um, a famous actor. And, uh, you know, yeah. it it was definitely that vibe of like, you know me, and I think I remember you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he but, knows, but it, he knows he remembered you. Yeah. I, but I would do that all the time. Like, I'm, if I was big, like, I'm fans of people and like, big and small, that I, I would fucking stop or say hello. That would be an awesome or, perk of being famous is be, being able to like, yeah, talk I, to that, on like, a level the other people that you're fans of. I, I always, I've always gone out of my way to find people that I'm fans of, of famous or not famous, right? Including yours. Like right. I, after I saw Bellflower, I was like, "Yo, that girl was dope. Let's get that girl." Um, yeah, but I'm like super famous. I know, so. I know. But uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> like Thune, like w- waiting in the fucking parking yeah. lot for him after. Jeez, uh, wait. By the way, if you're if you're casting a comedian in something, they tell you to come to their. Their stand-up show and they want to chat with you. Send an assistant. <sighs> it, you will be there all goddamn night because they keep getting pushed. You keep getting pushed by famous people, bumped. and you know Dane yeah. Cook came in. I think that night did two hours, pushed him. Uh, Carlos Mencia came in, who I fucking hate. Um, Everybody hates him. Did like an hour and a half, uh, and that's Ch- Chappelle walked in that night. By the way, and I was like, oh, we're fucked now. I don't know if you do. You know the real like the the other like story behind Dave Chappelle. 
Um, no. This will blow your mind. He set every record at the comedy store for length of shows. Like filibustering? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Like he went. And then nobody can go on after him. He wants to like be the closer always or headliner. I I don't know what it was. (laughs) I I don't know what it was. Like there's nights where he's, I mean, one time he did six hours. And then when oh, Dane Cook it. was That's in it, not even like, oh, dead serious. No, and then no, 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 wait, wait. And then what? You can look. You can look all. No, this no, up. no. I'm saying no. Thank you. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I love oh, him, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. want that yeah. at all. Because, because what? And, and well, I'll get back to that in a second. But um, uh, Dane Cook then, and it's that was when Dane Cook was huge. So he would pop in and then try to beat Dave Chappelle's record and go. Oh, he did like six and a half hours, and then it just kept going back and forth. And I, I want to say. I want to say Chappelle ended up going nine one night. And I, I, as much as I love Dave Chappelle, and I fucking love Dave Chappelle. I don't I would want say that. I would say he is the king of stand-up at the moment. Um, Chappelle? Yes. I, 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 over, I, I would have put Chris Rock in before. Mm-hmm. Chris, I haven't seen Chris Rock shit in a long time. Yes. Um, I would have said Louis C.K. before. And then... I think he's definitely rival. I mean, Louis doing i i think he's better than louis ck i do i think he's, dave chappelle i think i think he's better um, i think he's better I'm but more, louis ck just does it more i think right he does and, and I, I i ever since hearing you know louis ck's political views on shit and what like how pussy it is i'm just like yeah come on man like i like i like people who are more aggressive like yeah. that um i've always leaned that way though yeah yeah uh like david tell i've always liked david tell and uh, Chris Atel's, Rock. A tell is if you ask, if you ask any comic like Louis, whatever, if you ask them who their favorite comic is, it's Dave Attell. And I don't know what that means, but because I hate to say comics comic he, or whatever, he, he but is, like, is. I think I think I told he, you the story. Breaks, of... I think because he doesn't get to like be on TV or mainstream or whatever because he goes far. And I think these comedians are like, I wish I could, but I kind of want this show. I want to like be, do you know what I mean? And yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he does not. And he's, he's like, like you, you don't need to cast me in anything. I'm a fucking comic. Like, and I told you, real. I was, I, I, I opened uh, a show and he was coming on later that night and I sat down. The comedians usually sit in the back. I told you it was, it was with David Tell and he was drinking and he goes, Hey kid, y- you new here? And I was like, yeah, I, I just came up to go to NYU. And he goes, uh, yeah, you thinking about doing stand up for the long game? And I was like, ah, I don't know, you know, I'm really decided or whatever. We're doing it in a few years, and he goes, let me tell you something, sucks. Yeah, fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, and I was like, just oh. like the and real. And he goes, it's night deal. after night, mm-hmm. and he goes, uh, you know, half of these fucking people. I mean, sometimes there's twenty, thirty people in here, and he's right. I mean, there's, there's nothing he said was was no, untrue. He's probably done every room, yeah, ev- in ev- everywhere, yeah. Yeah. In the world, probably. Uh, and then, uh, then I told you, Mark Marin came in too and joined the table. Mark Marin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark Marin came in and he goes, Hey, what's up? Dave? Him and Dave are obviously friends, you know? And they've been doing this forever. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and he was just like, How's the crowd here? It sucks. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, every, everything and he was probably like, cool, is miserable. And he goes, uh, half an hour And yet. he goes, No, I remember Mark Marin saying something like, Ah. Why, why the fuck do we even do this? Why don't we even get get out of the house for shit like this? And he's just like, I, I don't know. You know, and it's just like, like those guys You're literally like playing the part of a comedian. Right but that's now. that's but what that's, defines comics comics. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was like in that night at that thing, it was just like, ah, shit. I, yeah, uh, th- that's exactly what who they are, what they are. And they'll go up on stage. And but I also think that helps them on stage because they'll go up and just not care. Not care. So it's just like, all right, and there's 20, 30 people like, here. Yeah. Who fucking cares? So you're just going to say whatever you want to say. And I think all of those years built up not only their persona, but their act as well. Mm-hmm. So now when they go up on stage, it's like everybody wants to see the guy who doesn't care. Yeah. And it's those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Louis C.K. is a different beast now. I think well, he used to be so like many that. Different, there's so many different you know, methods of stand-up comedy just like acting or they're whatever. out so there's 100%. like the joke tellers 100%. the storytellers the, the you know Stephen, what i mean Stephen writes uh right but jokes so that's like yes. written jokes nothing off the cuff whatever and then there's yeah because I, I, I don't know any other i'm like saying it like i, I, I was know a fan a of, of uh Stephen wright as a kid do you remember him 
Yes, ba- I do. And ba- like very a, a dry. Boston comedian. Yes, very, very, very dry. dry but jokes, like this, the yeah. punchline, yeah, yeah. the thing. But it's, yeah. it's, it's very long pauses mm-hmm. and, and very like one-liner jokes yeah. of, uh, could you imagine if there was no sponges in the ocean, how much water there would be left over? And I was just like, yeah, that yeah, was super yeah. dry. And then you just leave that joke hanging there on stage for like 30 seconds. You die laughing. Like, I loved shit like that. But that spawned. A whole different brand of mm-hmm. comedians, um, Head, and a lot Headbert, of people like said, Mitch "Yeah, yeah." Well, stuff, a lot of yeah. people said he was the first, and then that spawns, uh, yeah, uh, who knows him? And then I think from there that spawns Zach Galifianakis, because um, there was only one night where somebody stopped me that cl- the club owner was like, "Hey, ha- have you have you heard of Zach Galifianakis?" And I was like, no. And I had done a show. You have to—is there called bringers? You have to bring these fucking people. Mm-hmm. And it's like fifteen twenty, and it's super early. Nobody's really there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, rarely did I stay because I had school the next day. But uh, this one time, I was like, the only time somebody told me to stay and watch the the person that that I didn't already know, like a tell. And those was guys. Was it at the Improv or was it? Uh, it was. At, I believe at Caroline's, um, in New York City. Oh. And uh, the one time. Because like Attell and and Mark Marin, um, those guys were already legends. Like you knew who they were, ba- mm-hmm. even back then, where you were just like, oh, you already knew who they were. But Zach, I'd never heard of Zach Galifianakis, and they were like, you should watch this. And he just sat down a p- behind a piano and got super fucked up and said one liners like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh shit, this is fucking awesome. But like, what can you do with this? What can you do with a guy who sits down and plays piano for an entire act? Um, and then. I think the evolution of that was Nick Thune, who plays yeah. a guitar and does one liners like, like that. And a lot that's of a style of Stone comedy, and a lot of people. Do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a, a a style of comedy that's going on right now. But uh, I don't even I don't even know where this this conversation is is, is going with this. <laughs> Listen, I mean, but, we're uh, just like off the cup. We're bloop bloop blooping, right? Yeah, we're, we're now we're it's riffing late, tonight. And we're just like riffing and that's just like our style of <laughs> podcast. <laughs> really isn't. It really no, isn't. No, it isn't. But I do like these little like, you know, the Christmas lights on only, uh, some wine. Yeah. We're just talking to you guys. That's it. It's that's like it. we're all in a, a room together. We're the, we're the only fucking people. We're the no, only I'm, fucking No, we people. aren't. There's people listening to us. No, I know there is. Look, there's 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 like there's a couple a couple hundred thousand people listening, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But uh, the magic that is created in this room, no one will ever get to see. Oh God! No one will ever get to see magic, you guys. Yeah, just magic. It's uh, you can't see it. The look, the faucets are made of gold. I'm sitting on a throne. Uh, I've got a I've got a dog who speaks Arabic. Um, so that's that's what that's really what you're missing out on. Um, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but by the way, to go back to those comics, I wouldn't see like Thune or any of those. Actually, Thune did get an audition for SNL. I heard. Um, I don't know how you put them on 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 shit today or what happens to them. Where do you put them? Well, yeah. Nick Thune oh, we is the Dell guy. Yes, you're right. You're right. So, oh, and he got a TV show. He got another TV. He, it seems really? like he gets a pilot every every. That's what uh, they do. They yeah. get these pilots. By the way, I'm talking about Nick either... Thune, the comedian. I'm a huge fan of his. He's done a, a few of my movies. I put him in a few of my movies. He's great. He's I think awesome. he's. I think he's really fucking funny. Um, super out there, just super fucking funny, dude. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, he got a pilot. Mila Kunis is producing it. Whether or not it goes anywhere, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I so for my money. To to put a bow on this this bonnet, mm-hmm. to put a to put a bee in this flower, to put um, a cork in this. Bu- I'd say I, I I would say Chappelle right now. Chappelle is is my and those two net Netflix specials crushed to me. I think so. What have you heard like review wise? Everybody heard, like even even the neighbors it? who were super white were just like, man, did you fucking see that Chappelle show? God, God. damn it, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen. And I was like. What yeah, about man. Creechmeyer and McCready? Did you talk to them oh, about uh, it? Oh, <laughs> uh, McCready and Creechmeyer. I have not uh, had, oh, had the opportunity to have a word with McCready and Creechmeyer. Okay. On that note, though, <laughs> speaking of the small town, whatever, um, I saw a dog grooming place that was called Doggy Style. Yeah. Oh, I've seen, I've seen that truck. Right, but it's like a really old, it's like an older building, like older Is it an couple. older couple? Yeah. I asked like somebody old? about Ball, ballpark and age. I here. like seventies. 
They've cool. had it for a really long time, but like, what did the what were they thinking when they named it Doggy well, Style back in the day? It's it, been there for a long time. The position of Doggy Style has been there for a long time. So that that's been a, a thing for a what long is that? time. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, doggy Style set? You're joking, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, James. Well, just like explain it. Like, what Jesus does it mean? Christ. Like, It's when a man is inserting a woman from behind while she's on all fours. Like uh, a dog. Like, like dogs. The the thing with two seventy year olds owning a company called Doggy, Doggy Style, Style, either they're super fucking cool and they're in on it, yeah, like, and they hey, know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or just everybody kind of is like, oh, that's funny, yeah, and they don't really think, thing. yeah, Doggy Style, yeah, yeah, either way, Doggy Style, we should have them on the show. I we should will have the owners of, of, Doggy of Doggy Style, style. Dog Grooming in Burgaw. Yeah, on <laughs> yeah, the no. show. We should, we should have them on the show. But I like, like, there's look, there's a lot of towns like that that have, like, cool little names for their shops. Cool. Do you, you think Doggy Style is a cool little name? It's I not. I think that just sort of It's not, shows, but, like, okay. I, I uh, grew up, spent all my summers in Long Beach Island in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And there was a uh, a coffee coffee shop there on LBI mm-hmm. called uh, How You Brewing. I love that. Yeah. Okay, I like stuff like that. I mean, I don't you like brewing? it. It actually really irks me. <laughs> um, people always, because like I used to do hair and people are always like, we just hated salons that were like, oh, the names? did the like play on like curl up and die. Yeah. Or, like, oh, I like that. D-Y-E. Yes. Yeah. There you you like that? No. Like that kind of stuff makes me like. No. I could I couldn't name uh, my business that. You know. Right. I couldn't name my business a pun, but like how how you brewing? I like that a lot. I like how you like, brewing, and right. it's a coffee plate. It's cute. It's whatever. Yeah. You're not like trying to, but I feel like for salon and a lot of people were doing it, and it's just sort of I think, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, wh- I just don't wh- like it. I can't think of another one. Okay. Is it, you're all tapped out on that. I don't know. Think of one. You're di- I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> Curl up and die. I think was the only. There was one that was called heroin. Oh boy. Very Silver Lake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. I can't was think that, of... a, a play on a perm at all? There, was there a play on a perm? Yeah. No. Because goddamn it, I'm having a hard time getting rid of this thing. It's You're not going to get rid of it. It's, it's called here. a permanent. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. But we've, You're not I was get rid able of it. to cut out most of it. You're going to have to cut like, out some more. Because it's yuck. doing like this round, poofy I know. thing on the top. Yeah, it sucks. But like the sides are short. It sucks. We got we, we to gotta get rid of half of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it anymore. Okay. Um. And with that, uh, kids, let's get to cutting the... up. Oh, cutting up! Come on, <laughs> come on! I don't know anyone you can think of. There's one. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, we're gonna get to the revolutionary figure of the week. This week's revolutionary figure of the week, Jables, is for you. Uh, I'm talking about a man named Sam Ross. Whoa! From Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, in 1974, he started the largest salon chain in the United States. You might know him better as Fantastic Sam. Okay. <laughs> now I know you're going off yeah. the cuff. Now I know you're going off the cuff. Fantastic Sam's old Sam Ross. Is this even real? It's real. Okay. It's real. Um, but yeah, he began franchising in 1976 under the title Incredible Sam's. But but he changed it in 1981 to Fantastic Sam's, so it was easier to say. You're goddamn right it is. Incredible Sam's is a, is a mouthful. Wikipedia. Is a mouthful. It's a mouthful. It's not Wikipedia. I, I've, I've, I've got the Sam Ross uh, biography on, on Kindle. So. Oh, you're reading that. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I had a mustache and a perm, and I obviously wanted to know where that picture came from. Isn't that the, the picture of Fantastic Sam? Just that one guy who's just kind of tilted sideways nope. with the perm the and the mustache. Mm-mm. And it's uh, no. Fantastic Sam. I think in your mind and your dreams. Look, uh, Sam Ross is, is a man among men. He's a genius. He's an innovator. And he's not afraid to go cutting it up. Um, <laughs> 
That's what I love. That's, that's what makes them fantastic. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in a few shows from now, it'll be, it'll be Johnny sport clips, you know, it'll yeah. be the, <laughs> who invented sport clips, you know, I don't know. What I don't about, either. What about super cuts? I thought super cuts would be. Oh yeah. Super yeah. cuts is in there. Sport clips is in there. I see a lot of those, but, but nobody will ever be as fantastic as fantastic Sam. True. Um, Boy, we salute you, Sam. God bless you and all you do for for yourself, this land, our nation, uh, men around the country. I, I, okay. Can I can I tell you uh, <sighs> a couple fantastic Sam story? No. But you're uh, you're gonna hear him anyways. I don't. Um, yeah. Too bad. Um, so you, you know, as, as a man, as a young boy growing up, um, sometimes your parents don't have too much money. And you, you know you're looking for that ten dollar haircut from Fantastic Sam's. What happened to your voice? Uh, I'm I'm about to go deep here because oh. as a, as a young man, you're you're very delicate about your looks. Like that, that, what you look like means a lot to you. Got it. Um, so when I said, "Hey," I told the man at Fantastic Sam's, "Hey, I want to go a little, you know, just take a little off the sides, a little off the top, not too much. Like let's not go, let's not go ape dick with it." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a dance coming up or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure." He gave me the Chipper Jones. <laughs> Lost uh, both my sideburns. Oh, oh boy! Like you had a fucking orgy. And and through. I'm not I'm not one who can grow sideburns like a beard, like their hair. My my sideburns are hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and you just shave my fucking shit off, Holmes. Dude, that's a weird look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. So I got two of those coming in hot from Fantastic Sands where I lost both of my sideburns. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck where I'm going after this. I'm not going to Fantastic Sands. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. And then the the back of the neck as a gentleman, uh, you know, because you, you got to get it evened up, you know, how, mm-hmm. however you wear your hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would they would leave it looking like like I, I was a fucking jack-o'-lantern, you know, like, like jack-o'-lantern teeth. Where it was just real jagged and like the lines were all weird in the back of your head. And I was like, oh, no. what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. Um, right. It was very, it was very Steve, well, Stevie all... Wonder. It was like, the guy wasn't blind, but he could definitely see shapes. Just and so everyone knows. Stevie, you can see the shape of my head. Stevie Wonder can see shapes. Yeah, you're still, you're still staying by that. Yes, I am. And everybody knows it's true. Uh, look, we've, we've talked about this before. But I wanted to say yeah. the Fantastic Sams and Supercuts, you guys, these are people right out of they're either right out of school mm-hmm. or men, young men that work there. I'd, no, I had a lot of women. I had a lot of men. Um, Is that oh, weird? really? Probably not anymore. Maybe back in, in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they're either right out of school or they cannot get a job anywhere else because they're not good enough. And that's what you're on, getting from Fantastic Sam's. I'm just telling you. And like you might find someone that can kind of do the job. But more often than not, and I know you guys all have a fantastic Sam's or Supercut story, but that's what it is. Is that if you're not good enough to yeah. work at a regular salon where you're actually making money because they make minimum wage at Fantastic, which is so is crazy it, is it, is it, for is it, a hairstylist yeah, to make it, minimum wage. Is it a turn and burn operation where it's like, hey, the more in, the more they get? Yeah, because it's what, like 25 no, Whatever it was, ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. Haircut. But the reason they can do that is because they're not paying. You're not paying the stylist. Gotcha. You're paying the establishment. So okay. the reason why when you go to a stylist it costs so much, right? It's because you're paying them. Gotcha. And the business is making money from the stylist. Uh, so anyone that's like, let me just pop in. Yeah. Don't do it. No. That's look. That's part of the magic at Fantastic Sam's. You never know what your head's gonna look like. Yeah, at the it's end of a gamble. It. It's a gamble. It's it's a it's a life is a gamble, Jables. Life is a gamble. Well, and that's if you're, true. And if you if you if you're out there listening and you're thinking about gambling on your dome, why don't you roll the dice inside of Fantastic Sam's? Just uh, pay money. See what you get. Just pay the money and yeah. have like a. Or go look at, at go salon. look at Chipper Jones, the uh, third baseman for the Braves. Any year he played, he played twenty years. Just and look he had at his the same haircut. haircut every time. Look at his haircut any year and decide if you want to if you want to look like Chipper Jones. Kind of fantastic, Sam. Oh, but just if you want to look like anxiety. anybody else, but Chipper Jones, don't go to fantastic. Like, Sam's. why even do it? I don't like, know. That just it's not a relaxing money. experience the whole time. Money. You're just like, I get it. Yes. Yeah, money. No, you're right. I've been there. I've We've been there. Been even there. as a stylist, 
I think back in the day I've been there, I've done it. If I needed a trim or something like that, and even like with an inch off, they somehow found a way. Yeah, to fuck to it up. To F it up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't like to curse, so. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we like to keep it clean you know, here, as you guys clean. know. Man, I, I was, I was wondering, like, man, I wonder if I just walked into Fantastic Sam's and I was like, hey, man, can I just get a bush trim? You take an uh, uh, an inch off my bush oh, for ten. And if you throw him ten, and you're like, "Hey, we can go in the back. Can we just go in the back? I'll put the bib on." I wonder how much it I'll would take. I'll put the bib around my thighs because I don't want to get any hair on my jeans. Bib. I'll put the. I'll put just wrap the bib the cape, around my yeah. legs and the. God. Wrap, wrap wrap that cape up and then I'll I just because I'm going out later and I don't want any I don't want any pubes. In my jeans before I go out later. <laughs> I got I got a lady to impress. I'm going to Shucking Shack tonight, and I need an inch, an inch <laughs> trimmed off my bush. What about through my well, tongue? Well, you're happen. dumb, and that's obvious. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, kids. This this has been a fun one. Look, these shows, these extra bonus episodes, just get so fucking weird. Uh, I don't even know what time it is or where we are. I know it's. Well, I'm very, I'm like, uh, I'm drunk. I'm tired. Yeah. For you the, know, I'm bloop. Yeah. yeah. Bloop, bloop, I'm bloop, bloop, you guys. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is a weird fucking show. This is the revolution, kids. We love you. You can uh, you can now watch and or listen to all of our episodes on iTunes. All of the uh, the videos are, are actually on iTunes for free as well. And uh, big news, yeah, we're guys. coming to we're coming to iHeartRadio. We just got asked to be on iHeartRadio. Yeah. So, uh, but there's a button, you guys, going at down. the top of the iTunes that a lot of people don't even press, but it's the video podcast. Yes, and you get you can you can watch all of these videos for free. Also, go to uh, RossPattersonRevolution.com and grab yourself a T-shirt. Grab yourself a nice tri-blend. We love you guys. Good night. Good night.